Thank you so much for joining us on The Dwelling Show. I'm your host, Ola Dantes. I've got Fred with us today. Super excited um, to have him on the show. Hey, Fred, how's it going, sir? Hello, Ola. It's going really well. Thank you. I'm so excited to, uh, to be here. Thank you for having me on today. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. You want to tell um, you know, our listeners who you are, what you do, and what you've been doing lately, actually. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Fred Moskowitz. I, a um, little bit about my background, I'll share. Um, I grew up and started out with a very successful career working as a computer engineer, uh, working in a lot of technology companies. And uh, I loved, I loved what I did. I loved the work. And um, what happened was that, uh, just through my, my experience in, in that career, uh, having lived through the bursting of the dot-com bubble and the 9-11 terrorist attacks, I came to the realization that it was, I was taking on so much risk by relying on the paycheck from, for my job. And you know how it is. If things aren't going well in the economy or in the industry, then it doesn't matter how good of an engineer I was. It doesn't matter how loyal of an employee I was. I could lose my job at, at any time. And so what that inspired me to do was turn towards investing so that I could build an alternative source of income and not be solely relying on, on my paycheck. And uh, I started out with uh, with investing in real estate, uh, invested in single family, multifamily, some syndication deals, uh, loved, loved the asset class. Of real estate in general, it's it's one of the greatest ways to build wealth. But one uh, one weekend at my local RIA, uh, we had a gentleman come to do a workshop about negotiation, and his name was Jimmy Napier, and he actually he's uh, I consider him the grandfather of node investing. So uh, even though he was teaching us about negotiating and ne- negotiating by properties and and all of that. Um, he was, would occasionally get into these side discussions talking about notes, um, and, and the power in, in notes. And so, uh, I, I thought it was an interesting concept. I put it aside because I really, um, I really didn't have capital at the time to, to get involved with that. But then a, a number of years later, this note investing, concept it came back again it showed up again i had the opportunity to buy notes and um and so i did i went ahead i bought some notes bought some in my uh self-directed ira bought some uh, outside of that as well and that's what got me started that's what got me started and it has had been going really well i've been in this space for uh over a dozen years uh, but one thing that happened over time was people kept coming to me saying, Fred, I love what you're doing with notes. It seems like a great investment, but I don't have time for that. Can I just put money with you or can I give you money and you go out and, and invest for me? And I, I really resisted that because you're, 
you can't just take investor money and and invest with it. Uh, there's a lot of regulations and rules around that. So I resisted for for a number of years, but eventually, uh, after this kept showing up over and over again, I realized, okay, well, if I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it the right way and set up a properly structured uh, private offering and do all the compliance work and and uh, work with the securities attorney and so so that's what I did and uh, eventually got to the point where uh, running running multiple note funds and um, it's it's been a wonderful journey I really really enjoy it and um, one of my passions is teaching people about the power of alternative investments, whether it's real estate, investing in notes, investing in businesses, and how you can do that in a tax advantage way using uh, self-directed IRAs, using Roth IRAs, all of these tools and vehicles that are available to us. It's so powerful. I mean, so many good things there, Fred. Thank you so much for, well, first for that introduction. Um, because many folks might actually be, um, where you are right now. I'm sorry, where you were back then. Sorry, where they have a job, you had a paycheck, but then, you know, right now it's inflation, right? You know, inflation is high. Um, you know, cost of, you know, cost of living is going up and they might be thinking of what are other ways I can actually, um, make money without me actually being, um, in a nine to five. So I want to go back a little bit, um, to what you were talking about. Uh, of course, I've interviewed a few guests on notes investing. So I, I know what that is. But for somebody listening that has no idea of what note investing is, just kind of tell us the, the definition of what note investing is. Yeah, note investing is really in reality what what happens is you're stepping into the shoes of the bank and becoming a lender, um, and you're you're doing this by being a secured lender on the property. So look at it this way: your your investment is backed by collateral. You become the lender. And you're receiving cash flow each month. You're going to be receiving payments uh, each month on that. And there's a lot of downside protection because ultimately you have security through the property. And banks have uh, figured this out long ago. Uh, this type of lending has been around since biblical times, right? But banks figured out long ago that they would rather be the lender in a real estate transaction than actually own the real estate. And as we all know, if a bank ever uh, takes possession of a property, well, what do they do with it? They immediately put it on the market to sell it because they that want is kind to, of price. yeah, they want to recoup their, their capital and go out and lend again, uh, originate a new, a new loan. So that's, that's what note investing is. It allows you to buy, buy a note that exists, or you can do it by, by originating a note, um, maybe as a hard money lender or doing seller financing as, as a seller. But, um, a lot of people talk about investing in real estate, whether it's houses or commercial property, multifamily, but note investing is investing in the paper, the notes and the mortgages, which are associated with those properties. And it, I think it's a really interesting part of the real estate business overall. 
just about every real estate transaction is done with some kind of financing as part of that deal. And so um, real estate investors usually don't pay a lot of attention to this because when they think of a note and a mortgage, they're th coming from a place of being the borrower, not of being the lender. But when you're a lender, um, you, you, you receive the cash flow, your investment is secured, there's a lot less um, management type of uh, activities and responsibilities of ownership. So it's, it's a different angle, but uh, it can be a very, very profitable one. That's for sure. But so, in, in summary, note, note investing allows an investor to step across the aisle and become the bank and be the one receiving those monthly payments instead of the one making them each month. I love it. So now um, for anybody kind of thinking, okay, I get this, I'll become the bank collateralized by an, a hard asset, real estate. Sounds good to me. How do I go about finding one, <laughs> finding a note, investing deal, in, you know, um, how do I, you know, kind of just walk us through the case study of a note investing deal? How do you find it? How do you fund it? And what do you do to manage it? You know, I guess, I mean, I, there's nothing yeah. to manage, but you still have to manage something. Well, well, there, there is, de there's definitely management that that's involved for sure. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about that. So the first part of your question, how do you, how does someone get involved? Right. There's a couple of ways. So as I mentioned earlier, um, you can sell a property and carry owner financing. That's one way to do it. Or you can go out on the secondary market and buy an existing note, right? This happens. There's a massive secondary market where loans, mortgages are bought and sold every day. They're traded between banks, between institutions, between investors. And um, the third way is to invest in a note fund, which is very similar to a real estate syndication, except the asset that's being invested in is notes and mortgages. And so when you invest your capital, instead of investing in one note, it's spread out over hundreds of notes or thousands of notes, which is good for uh, diversification. But th those are really the, the three ways. And there's no right or wrong answer for that. It just depends on, on each individual investor. Um, I, I've talked to investors that uh, they're very busy. They don't have a lot of time. Uh, they may be in a profession like uh, an attorney or successful real estate broker or um, an engineer. And so they, they say, oh, well, I like notes. I like that ask class, but I don't have time to, to be hands on with it. So a note fund might be a great opportunity for them because this way it allows them to leverage the expertise, the experience, the relationships that the fund manager has, um, and, and they can participate in, in the asset class as a passive investor. But at, as a active investor, right? Buying notes, a lot of it Ola, I'll tell you, it comes down to building personal relationships because uh, everything's done. It's through relationships. You have to get out there, network, uh, be involved in the note industry. And when you do that, that's how the doors open to be able to go and, and buy notes uh, on the secondary market.
So th those are the three three ways. Now to the other part of your question about about the management, right? So this is very important because with node investing, there's definitely risks. Uh, there's threats to your lean position. I mean, all of all of these things, and um, we can talk more about that. Um, but you'll see how lenders operate, right? Why do lenders want to have escrow for taxes and insurance, right? Because they want to make sure that those things get paid. Because if property taxes become delinquent, the property could go to tax sale, and that is a threat to lien. Or if there's a homeowner association and those homeowners association fees don't get paid, that could be a threat to the lien or uh, another let another lien holder on the property uh, could foreclose and again, threat to the lien. So, so there's some definitely some different things that need to be monitored on an ongoing basis for sure. Uh, but a, a big part of the management is using a loan servicer, a licensed loan servicer. What a, a loan servicer does is they manage the note on behalf of the lender. They will send out the monthly statements to the borrower. They'll collect the payments. They keep track of the amortization schedule, right? All, all of those things. If a property is going to be sold or refinanced, they will work with the title company to issue a payoff statement. They will take phone calls from the borrowers. All of these day-to-day -day activities, um, they handle compliance. They handle sending out the 1098 interest statement every year for, for uh, tax purposes, all of these things. So think about a loan servicer just the same way that a property manager will manage a rental property. A loan servicer will manage the note for the lender on their behalf. And so that is a, one of the most important vendors, the most important vendors for a node investor is having a relationship with a good loan servicer. And it may be multiple, uh, multiple servicers. We use several, we use several, um, depending on, on the type of node and different circumstances, but that's what um, really allows for a node investor to be able to manage a large portfolio and, and to scale. But it doesn't matter whether you have two notes or a hundred and two. Uh, I always recommend use loan servicer, a licensed loan servicer. They will handle your compliance for you and take a load off of all of these day-to-day -day, uh, activities that have to be done on an ongoing basis. Awesome. So take us back to one of your very first deals. Um, you know, it's kind of walk us through the story. Um, you know, give us some humanize the story, right? You know, like you got the notes and then you did this and you did that. So just for somebody that maybe is not like knee deep or waist deep, like you just kind of give us how you did that first deal or first note deal. What was the story behind it? Sure, sure. Uh, love to. So one of my first note deals, um, I, I had a chance to buy, uh, buy a note from another investor. Um, they were, they needed to recapitalize. And so they were selling some of the notes out of their portfolio. And, um, and so these were, these were notes with good, good track record. 
good history on them, and they were being sold at a discount. So with note, notes, they're sold for less than the amount owed. That's pretty customary in 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 the no, in note investing space. And so what I did was I already had a self-directed uh, IRA set up. And so uh, that that's a great source of capital for buying notes because when you buy notes, it's an all cash deal. So you have to you have to um, fund the transaction with so let's with let's cash use some let's use some fictitious numbers. So let's say the note yeah. that you bought was like a hundred thousand um, dollars, and then yep. the discount was like maybe eighty or just let's use some fictitious numbers. So yeah, so can- perf- perfect example. Yeah, so the note. The note was, uh, let's say the note was $100,000 and we have the opportunity to buy, buy the note for 80 or 85,000. That might be, that might be typical. And so, uh, if that note were uh, a 6% interest rate being paid on that note, which is going to give you about, uh, $599 a month payment. If you look up uh, on the amortization schedule, um, if you you buy that hundred thousand dollar note for eighty five or eighty thousand, the rate of return drive goes up. Uh, it's not six percent, even though the borrower is still paying six percent. Uh, the the yield goes up, so your yield goes up to eight or nine percent, and so that's how the the power of that discount really impacts what happens to your rate of return as an investor. And so um, that that's really impactful. And you may be wondering, well, how much of a how much of a discount is possible? It it varies. The answer is it varies. It depends on how much risk you're taking, uh, the history of the note and the loan to value and all of these, there's a lot of different parameters, but the bottom line, it's like any other investment. If you're willing to take on more risk, the rate of return will be higher. If you want super safe and low risk, your rate of return is going to be lower as a, as a general rule of thumb. Of investing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And w- what I see a common pattern with note investing is people like to start out with, um, with safer deals and they're okay with that, with having a lower rate of return. But as you get more experience, uh, more relationships in the industry, things start to expand and you'll be willing to try out some deals that have more risk and that risk has to be managed, but now your rate of return can go up. And that that's just the normal uh, trajectory of, of an investor. And I, I see this happening with investors in single family real estate or multifamily real estate, right? They'll take on larger, more complex projects, maybe a heavier value add uh, type scenario uh, because they have more experience. They, they've built a team around them. Um, there's a um, confidence level that they can manage and work through issues that come up because let's face it, life is full of issues, full of surprises that um, come our way. And it's about how can we adapt to them? How can we solve problems, right? As an investor, 
the best thing that you can do is be a good problem solver. Absolutely. And this applies to any type of any, investing, any right? I Ola? totally agree. And totally the more agree. problems that you're comfortable solving, the more opportunities that will show up for you in your life. Absolutely. Fred, I can keep talking to you and talking to you, but we're definitely, definitely dwelling into the quick rants. These are going to be quick questions, quick answers. You ready, sir? Great. Yeah, absolutely. All right. First question. What makes you, Fred, unique? What is that differentiating factor that separates you from the next guy or the next girl? So what makes me unique? This is uh, one of my one of my core values and really something that I work very hard at is building relationships. Relationships to me are one of the most important things um, that um, that we can have as human and just as a way we show up in the world. And so that's something I, I value very highly about building relationships, relationships with my investors, relationships with people in, in my industry, re- relationships with other business people in, in other industries. When you surround yourself with individuals that are seeking to uplift and up-level each other, that's going to help you overcome any kind of obstacles, any kind of adversity. Second question, what was the last book that you read? And what was the one thing you picked out from that book? The last book that I read was, um, was Atomic Habits by James Clear. Love that book. Um, I read it a number of years ago, but recently I, I revisited that. And so one of my favorite concepts from that book is when you're seeking to establish a new new habit, make a change in your life, break it down, break it down into small micro micro steps that you can do repeatedly every day, and that's the, one of the best ways to build a momentum and um, move you towards reaching reaching whatever goal it is that you have in mind. Perfect. Final question. You are very busy um, running your business. What do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Oh, uh, I love being outdoors, doing activities outdoors. It's a, one of the best ways to clear your mind and help you with um, getting focused focused on your thoughts. Uh, I love exercise. I feel that um, exercise and health and, and strength is so important for all of us as entrepreneurs, as business owners. You need lo- We need lots of energy, right? And so I stay active. I exercise. I train, train at a gym, train outdoors when I can, and uh, really enjoy that. Um, uh, it's, it's one of the wonderful, wonderful ways to invest in yourself is in your fitness and your health. If there's anyone looking to get connected with you, um, where's the best place folks can reach out and get to know you more? Thank you. Thank you. Best, best place to um, connect with me is uh, through my website, which is fredmoskowitz.com. Or if you'd like a little easier spelling, just visit the website giftfromfred.com. You can connect with me there. You can sign up to receive a special report about node investing. I'm happy to send that. And another way, if you prefer to use your cell phone, you can text the word money to 215-461-4400. 
three, three, and just follow the prompts there. Uh, I always love speaking with investors and networking and building relationships. It's one of my favorite things to do. Fred, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ola. Thank you for having me on. It was just wonderful. (laughs) 